All right, I will. I will avenge you, assuming you don't deserve it. And welcome to Tech Moonshine, coming to you straight from a small cabin in the Virginia woods. Tech Moonshine is the best podcast to learn about new technologies and how they might affect your life. Your hosts are all experienced technology professionals, and just like quality moonshine, they will give you the straight and unfiltered truth. My name is Sean Burns, and I'm proud to introduce the host of Tech Moonshine, Mike Rollins. And welcome to Tech Moonshine, where you will get 200 proof, honest truth, from a cabin in the Virginia woods. And Sean, this week we're going to talk about 2014. And 2014 was, in a lot of ways, a really great year. But in a lot of ways, it was a pretty terrible year. Um, some of the things that happened in 2014 is, you know, we landed a rover on a comet, which is pretty spectacular. But it is hard to do. I, I talked to some people uh, that know these things, and it's hard to do that. It, I have heard it is hard to do. You know, not only did we land that thing, but we actually screwed up the landing and then recovered. That's pretty I impressive. thought the best thing, not only did we do that, we actually meant to do that. Normally, like, you know, we land stuff, things by accident, but we actually <laughs> right. meant to land on that comet. That was great. Yeah, yeah, right. Whoops, did we, did we, did we really mean to land on that comet? Um, we did bounce the oh, lander. Mars? No, we were, going, we were going to Saturn. Whoops, you know yeah, what? We'll just we'll okay. say Mars was it's our okay. target. Um, you know, then some of, the, some of the worst things of this year, um, Gamergate. Oh, my God. Like, you know. Dudes on the internet, worst thing ever. Um, uh oh, Mike, Mike, uh oh, you know what it's time for? What's the time for, Sean? Jargon busting. Jargon busting. Sean, do you know what Gamergate is? Gamergate uh, is is a little bit hard to define. Mike will have to correct me where I'm wrong. But there was um, a, a a a blowback this year against a lot of critical analysis of the video game industry, stating that games were. Um, uh, over sexualizing females they were too male oriented they weren't productive um, and games had to change and a lot of people who do love games um, didn't like that idea they like games the way that they are and, and the video games that they've gotten used to and grown up with and it evolved from what started out as a fairly good intellectual debate into a persecution of any female reporters that were talking out on the issue, uh, leading to personal threats and very horrible, horrible things yes. that brought out the worst in the internet, hijacking the whole thing. And so Gamergate ended up being a tag that was used to talk about the original issue and morphed into this label for this horrible, horrible, misogynistic, um, sexist, uh, very vile ranting uh, that was endangering people and, and went way too far. Uh, did I get that yeah. right, Mike? No, you got that. You got that perfectly right, Sean. So, uh, as we can see, there were some pretty awesome things and there were some pretty terrible things about this year. And so, I thought, uh, and actually, Sean, also you thought, that it would be a great idea to review the year that we and had. And Mike had. tells me what I think, so he knows for sure producer, that I think this. I tell Sean what to do. It's about the only time I get to tell Sean what to do, but I like it. It's good. Um, so, Sean, uh, we're going to talk about a few things tonight. We're going to talk about our favorite episode. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite personal accomplishment. We're going to talk about our favorite news story. And then we're going to talk about a 2015 goal that we might have. Um, and then I'm going to save the last bit that we have uh, for the end. So, 
Um, I want to I want to hear from you first. What was your favorite episode of Tech Moonshine this year? It's hard to believe, Mike. We've been doing Tech Moonshine for so many years. Very, it's really hard to think back through all yes. the episodes we've done. My favorite episode by far was our episode of net neutrality. And it was for the following reason. It wasn't because I love net neutrality, which I do. And it wasn't because I feel so so passionate about the issue, which I also do. It was because I have never seen Mike get so riled up about anything before <laughs> his entire life. So it was very, very exciting for me to watch Mike, who is normally the level-headed guy that, that pulls me down from like you know the, the ravaging and raging that I do. And he had to do some ranting and raging of his own. And so I love that episode. I actually thought we covered a lot of the complicated aspects of the issue as well, using metaphors that were surprisingly accessible. The tacos. And so I... I gave us I gave us four and a half stills out of five on that episode. Four and a half stills out of five. Okay, very good. I I also enjoyed um, the net neutrality uh, topic that we had. Um, I I I did not pick it as my favorite though. Um, I picked my favorite as bringing internet to the world because quite honestly, I really feel like we hit a stride there and we actually sounded like we knew what we were doing. It was freaking amazing. Um, the whole idea about launching thousands of arrays of cell phone antennas into the, into the space, um, all the space, because all the space is good. Uh, that was, that was pretty spectacular. I, re I really like that one. Um, Mike, you're so, implying that normally we don't sound like we know what we're doing. Is that in fact the case? Um, Hmm. Um, Sean, we always know what we're talking about. Always. Okay, cool. Excellent. Always. Is there supposed to be smoke coming out of the top of the still right now? Uh, mm, yeah, totally. Totally. Maybe you should That's adjust good. the okay. worm. Okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to go maybe, you know, All stop right. that. I'll be right Very back. Very good. While you're doing that, um, I am going to go over what is my favorite personal accomplishment of this year. Um, and so, you know, we, we spent a lot of time talking on Tech Moonshine about the topics and all these great lofty things, but, you know, we're just men, uh, we're just people that are behind this incredible moonshine that we're producing every week. And so I figured we'd take a moment to get to know our hosts this, this, this week. And, um, for me, my favorite personal accomplishment was that I released an app. Um, I started out 2014 with two goals. Um, one of them was to lose a lot of weight and one of them was to build an app. I accomplished one of them, <laughs> which was to build an app. Um, it turns out it's really hard to lose a lot of weight when you travel a lot. Um, but I actually released an app to the app store. It launched, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's called converted. Um, it's a very simple app that does conversions. Uh, but what it does is it pulls images from Flickr. Uh, as a pretty background. Now, the great thing about it is that it literally pulls images from Flickr at random. And so you never know what you're going to see. And occasionally that can be shocking. Um, I probably need to fix that, but it's okay for now. Uh, it made it past app review. So woohoo. Uh, and uh, my real goal for the app though is not necessarily uh, to, ha to have an uh, even an app on the app store, but it's to uh, be able to experiment with different types of advertising. Um, so right now, every two conversions that you do, you get a video ad. Uh, I want to see what people think of that. And later on, I'm going to actually put in some mechanics and some controls that let them select the ad type that they get. Um, and I want to see what people do with that. Um, it could be very interesting. So Sean, 
Well, I'm Wait. back. I'm back. I'm back. I put out the fire. Uh, it turns right. out there was a fire. Good news is since I lost all feeling in my left hand based on that other accident we had, I was able to put it out with, with not feeling the burn, so I'm good to go. Very good. Very good. Yes. Very good indeed. Okay. So, Sean, what is what is your favorite personal accomplishment of 2014? Well, I, I before I get to my, my favorite personal accomplishment, one runner-up was I actually used your app, Mike, to figure <laughs> out exactly how much I had to put into the boiler of the still <laughs> by converting from metric units into still units. Yes. And so that was that was pretty impressive because you know I'm not very so good. good with the technology. Yes. Uh, no, my my favorite personal accomplishment. Uh, I had two, uh, which were tied. Well, so go cheating. for both of them. Go for so both of them. That's just how life is. The first was uh, I launched my blog, Sean on Startups, Woo! and I, I it was an accomplishment not because I launched it, because launching a blog is easy. I'm, I was actually impressed at the amount of reach that it had. Now at the end of the year, after doing it for a year, it's syndicated across um, two different other network, other news networks. It had reached about 20,000 people, came directly wow. to the website to read articles. Wow. Uh, and it has had a lot of, of pickup across the internet. And so I've been very, very happy about that. That's been very rewarding to see That's pretty awesome. it helps so many people. Uh, but my second accomplishment, which was a close tie, was I, I launched on my very first hardware technology project in about a decade. Wow. So I used to, I, had, I was an engineer a long time ago in a far off place, and I used to love doing <laughs> hardware, and I lived in the world of software for so long, I decided to undertake a hardware project. We'll put a link to it in the, the show notes if we still do that kind of thing. Yeah, it's I don't called know Good Hands. Do show and notes, but go ahead I wanted anyways. to. <laughs> I wanted to create a, a set of gloves that would let you control your smartphone through making gestures. And so the idea is you wear these gloves, and they sense how you're configuring your fingers, and it controls your smartphone that way. And I could argue and go on and on about how all the different applications of this, but it really just was an interesting problem and something I would personally find useful. And so I started working on it. And Mike, I actually got a very early prototype working, nice. which was really, really exciting. There's a video up on, on the project site of, of me demonstrating it working, which was exciting because I really wasn't sure I could do it anymore. And it turned no. out that I actually could. And I was very satisfied what? that it worked. Uh, most definitely not in the first try or the second try or the third or the fourth, but eventually it did work. And I'm excited to hopefully find some time to work on um, future prototypes because it was a lot of fun. What did you What did you base the the hardware stack off of? Was it Arduino? Was it something else? Yeah, it was. Uh, I got uh, my Arduino starter my starter nice. kit that I've wanted to use for a while, and I took some old gloves and I basically created some capacitive sensors and wrote some software in the Arduino to to look for those sensors and trigger different stuff and. It was, I wouldn't say easy to do, but uh, I was, I had a lot of fun and I learned a lot doing it. Dude, that's awesome. I, I sense an episode coming out of this. Just, I, I, I feel it bubbling in the still, or maybe that well, was we already dinner. did an episode on wearables, so we'll have to no, be careful about but this. We can't go about, back and repeat our, no, actually, no, actually, no, Mike, no. can we go back and repeat ourselves we in the can, new year? We can go back and repeat ourselves, but I'm talking oh, about hardware hacking with Arduino, buddy. Ooh, oh, that's a good idea. Yes. I love All right, it. Anyways, a little, little preview of what might come in 2015. Um, so, Sean, I think that I think both of those accomplishments are pretty awesome. Uh, I also got an Arduino board uh, this year. I did not do anything meaningful with it, but I did make a bunch of things light up, which was exciting to do. Um, so, uh, my goal with the Arduino board was to show my kids. Uh, how cool technology can be. They lost interest in about two minutes, but um, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe they're maybe they're a little young. So um, you know, moving on to our next best of 
2014. Um, I wanted to hear what was your favorite news story uh, and it, it, tech news story, pop culture, you know, let's run a little free range with this one. What was your favorite news story of 2014, Sean? Well, this is Tech Moonshine, so I had to go tech with this one. Go tech, Sean. Go and tech. my favorite story of 2013 was the news about the NSA backdoor program. And when I say we covered an episode on, on, on backdoors a little bit and security and encryption, but there's been ongoing stories this year about how the NSA has installed backdoors on so many of our popular um, applications, encryption protocols, routers, hardware, almost everything. And it's interesting because last year the news came out, uh, Edward Snowden leaked the news about the American spying program online, and everyone was fixated on the initial leak, which was how the NSA was mining Google data and Yahoo data and how they did those things. And that was kind of frightening because, you know, they had access to your Gmail or your Yahoo mail or whatever, right. and that's concerning. But in reality, the most important leaks came out right at the end of last year and over this year, which was the NSA has systematically been bugging hardware routers that Cisco was selling, so they would intercept them at customs and install yeah. bugs in them. They were introducing faulty uh, random seed generators into encryption sanders so they can uh, unencrypt uh, information. Bad, so much bad, so bad. that it turned out that the internet was in fact not secure. Every <laughs> idea you had about things happening online were in fact not secure at all because the NSA nope. for now dozens of years has had a systematic program of making sure the internet was not secure so much so and this is why it's my favorite news story not because this is good this is all very very bad but i think it will still turn out to be one of the most important tech stories of the next 10 years because now that's that all that's come out the, the nsa has crippled the future of the u.s technology industry because no foreign country is going to trust nope. u.s routing networking hardware no one is going to trust u.s encryption standards Everything that we'd worked so hard to build is now being ripped apart. So what's happening now is if you're IBM, IBM is spending almost a billion and a half dollars building data centers in foreign countries because foreign countries won't work with us if your data centers in the U.S. anymore. Yep. Now you have you have Huawei in China that's starting to tear up the international market of routing because people don't trust Cisco anymore because they think Cisco is bugged by the NSA. Well, the and Chinese I think government find... is much better to trust. Well, it depends on who your partners are, right? <laughs> well, and that's true. a good point. Is there anybody to trust? But I think no. that what you're seeing is the revolution, the revelations of what the NSA had done is going to severely hinder the ability of the U.S. technology industry in the future. We don't even know the extent of it yet, but it's going to compile over time, and eventually we'll look back on it and see what an amazing blunder it was by the U.S. government to hamstring a major growing technology industry in the U.S. Yes. And I think it's really um, unfortunate, but it will be... A definitive story to track for the next 10 years i would um i i agree that that's probably the most monumental tech story of 2014 but sean the most monumental tech story not or excuse me the most monumental story of 2014 today is december 30th 2014 is this, this about your lawn gnomes again, Mike? Because we got to let them go, oh, man. No. Those lawn gnomes oh, no. are long gone, man. I tell it's you, they even, just jumped on a plane and they went elsewhere. It's even better. The best story of 2014 was published today on The Verge, which I frequent very regularly. It is the definitive listing of all Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercials. Now, <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you have seen these commercials 
<laughs> they are absolutely genius. I mean, Matthew McConaughey in a car with a voiceover speaking to bulls. Uh, it just doesn't get better than that, Sean. It, it's just a little does the fact it. that the, the original ending to Interstellar had him in a Lincoln. Uh, and it turned out that that just it didn't just work didn't with work the whole out. quantum entanglement yeah. angle. Right, yeah. So they had to move him over to being in the Kia. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Yes. Yeah, so um we I will link to that article. I I went through that article today and I just I laughed hysterically for for minutes. It was so good. Um Can we so, can we agree on one thing though, Mike? What's that? What's that? Matthew McConaughey is a fine man. He is a fine man, Sean. If I was going to be a fine man, I would be Matthew McConaughey. For sure. That, you know, anybody, that is, in fact, it, now the motto of this show. If, if I was a fine man, I would be Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Not only We're that. We're going to be selling t-shirts in the new year. Please pick them up. They support Tech Moonshine. Exactly. I, I mean, the versatility of being able to do cheesy terrible rom-coms combined with science fiction action movies i mean this man has reached the peak of of all pinnacle manhood are you implying interstellar wasn't a rom-com because i thought it was a romantic comedy um i'm gonna go ahead and give uh the indication that i have not in fact seen any matthew mcconaughey movies in the past three years i still think he's a fine man have you seen interstellar i have not no Oh my God, Mike! How can we have this podcast? We might need to put the podcast on hold so Mike can go see Interstellar because that's how important it is that he goes to see it. Uh, I, <laughs> we'll discuss this on another podcast, but I really have a hard time with movies in general. So I, I will. Mike, I'll tell you I, what. Well, let, before, me, let me. I will explain before, the plot. No, of don't don't explain it because maybe one day I will watch it. Is it available on video yet? Can I go no, get no, it's this still, movie? It's still in the theaters, but I will still explain to you as a joke. Ready? Get this. Okay. All right, go ahead. Mike, what do you do when your black hole is broken? Man, I just... Sean, I can't answer that question. You you, you call a quantum mechanic. Thousand! <laughs> 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 <coughs> Pardon me. And hey, that, on that, that note... Is, that is basically a summary of the plot of the movie. I would... I would like to point out that someone uh, tweeted uh, Tech Moonshine All for One um, as a result. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Ready? We must take a shot. And boom. Mm, That was good. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, We would like to thank our regular listener, Edith Harbaugh, for tweeting at us to get drunk. Also, the the still is smoking again. I'll be right back. Okay, you go do that. I am am now we're going to transition off of Matthew McConaughey being the finest man of 2014 and we're going to transition over to 2015 goals and um, this could be 2015 goals for the world. Um, This could be 2015 goals for the tech industry. Uh, This could be 2015 goals for yourself Um, and I will start us off since Sean is oh my god sean dude, uh, dude mm. 
I don't okay, think Mike, you I'm should back, put I'm back. that on I, the fire. Two things. One is, I, I think I put it out for now, but we should make sure the episode doesn't take too much longer. Okay. The second is, I really, dude, we need to get a new still next year. So going into next year, <laughs> our resolution for the okay. podcast is to get a new still, because I think All this right. one's going to blow. All right. So besides our goal to get a new still, um, my goal for next year is I want to learn a language. I I I like to... to you guys see um i i would like to actually learn spanish um i can speak a little bit of it uh i actually enjoy trying to speak it um my cousin married this uh wonderful dude from chile and his family showed up for the wedding which was amazing because that was a lot of people to bring to america and i was the only one in my family that could even speak a bit of spanish and just the ability for me to reach beyond uh you know this language barrier and explain family dynamics um you know this uh as uh, uh, mitia um was was a lot of fun and i really liked it i want to learn language for 2015 so sean what is your 2015 goal remember it could be for the world it could be for tech it could be for you go for it no i i have one for you mike actually what's that before what i get is, to mind my yeah. goal for 2015 okay. for you is for you to lose a lot of weight for me because i could i need to lose a lot of weight and i'm not going to do it on my own so <laughs> if you could do it for me i'd really appreciate hey, it hey you know i hear that um do you remember our good friend anthony watkins from watkins wasabi absolutely yeah i have heard that he has joined the legion of crossfit and that oh, interesting. he is in fact becoming a crossfit crazy so. I no longer want to lose weight if that's how I need to go. Okay. Yep. All right. So what's your 2015 goal besides so making my goal for next year for you? is yeah. to start a new company. All I right. think my last one went pretty well. I have um, heard it went very well. And, yes. And Flurry was acquired by Yahoo this year. And my goal for next year is to start another one. I, I would tell you what it is, but I, I actually don't know yet. I'm working on that part now. So uh, I have the generalized goal to start a new company. I really hope that it's interesting and good, uh, but that's my goal. All right. I like it. It's a good goal, Sean. Um, it is probably a little more ambitious than me learning the language, but perhaps I can go be your Spanish ambassador. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> I'd probably say something terribly inappropriate. Um, and so that, that actually brings us to, we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, we've talked about a lot of bests this, this episode we're going to wrap up this episode. Now, typically, you know, we wrap it up with the rapid fire and, you know, the tech topics. and um, But no, we're not going to do that this this time, just for once. No tech topic overload? No tech topic. No tech topic overload. Um, we're going to do the worst tech decision of 2014. So, Sean, what was the worst tech decision of 2014? Okay, before I answer this, does it need to be something a tech decision that I made or anyone made? Hey, we're we're not going to put any constraints on this. Um, it could be uh, something that a uh, decision that you made. It could be a decision that uh, you know anyone made. It's really it's up to you, Sean. It's up to you. Okay. In that case, my 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 choice for the the worst tech decision of 2014 is as follows. It is the fact that in this day and age, in 2014. We still lose airplanes. Like, Ooh. we literally will lose them. Yeah. And with we have literally thousands of satellites. We have wireless technology permeating the almost the entire world. We have microprocessors. We have everything. And yet we lost three airplanes this year. 
Like, we lost them. We have absolutely no idea where they went. And I, I, A, it's a tragedy for the families of the people that were aboard those planes, because if we can't find them, nothing good came of them. But I worst tech decision is these airlines know full well that they could solve this problem, but they don't want to invest the money because the cost would be too high. So instead, they save their money, and you know what we do, Mike? We lose, lose airplanes. airplanes. Can you imagine that there's this huge thing flying through the air, and we just lose it? Because people are either too lazy or too cheap to actually implement some new technology to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, I I will say that um, in one of the airlines that lost a plane this year, I don't want to go too much into details about them, they actually published an article in their in-flight magazine stating about how your plane will never get lost. Which wow. was clearly a lie because that plane, in fact, then went on to get lost. That's pretty terrible. So I I, I urge the greater flying community, which, by the way, has a fantastic track record. It is safer to fly than to drive it, it, it is. a car, at it least is. in the U.S. In many countries, that might not be the case. But at least in the U.S., that's true. Um, but even with such a stellar record, it should not be possible, Mike, to lose a plane. Lose a plane. I mean, let's, let's make that a goal for 2015. Yes. Once again, um, you have taken the, the, the deep path. Um, you have taken the noble path, Sean. I'm going to take the... Uh, I agree, we should not lose any planes, but I'm going to own, in my own personal life, the worst tech decision of 2014. And in case you may or may not know, um, I like to style myself a mobile expert. Um, I have made my living over almost the past four years uh, telling people how to do really cool things with mobile. And I made a tragic, horrible, terrible and disastrous decision this year with regards to mobile, uh, which is that I let my daughter get a knobby tablet um, for Christmas. And I'm really ashamed of this. Um, it, it is such a terrible piece of technology that uh, it is infuriating for me to use. It freezes and doesn't do anything that it's supposed to. And it's really actually very fine hardware, but the operating system, which is based on Android, is so terrible that it's just horrific. And the best part is that the Navi tablet has a parent mode, right? And the parent mode allows you to lock this thing in where you can only allow your child to play a limited set of apps, which is uh, ostensibly a great thing if you have a child that, you know, needs some corralling. My daughter really doesn't. Um, and really the only thing she wanted to use the knob for was to watch videos, which is easily, easily enough done on other tablets. Um, but she is now in love with her knobby. Um, and it is her even favorite. Even though it doesn't work. Even though it doesn't work. She just doesn't even. And you know, Sean, the worst part is that she's coming off of using iPads on a regular basis. And she still just doesn't realize that this thing is terrible. So I have obviously failed as a parent. I have failed as a technologist. And I have failed as a good human by allowing my daughter to become attached to a knobby tablet. So. There you have it, folks. There well, you you're pretty it. much a waste of a human being, Mike. I'm afraid I can't be associated with you anymore. You probably shouldn't be. You know what? But when I buy the new still, it'll be much better. Speaking of which, Mike, we might want to wrap this up because that thing's starting to shake and smoke at the same time. Uh, it turns out next year, folks, we might be coming to you from a different cabin because uh, we're going to get the heck out of this one. 
<laughs> I I hope I hope we don't burn this cabin down like we did the one last year. Okay, folks. Well, on that note, we are going to hear from our last and final sponsor of 2014. Our sponsors this week are close to home, irrevocably linked, but in no way related. First, we'd like to thank Mileage Tracker for sponsoring our show. If you need to track the fuel efficiency of your car, Mileage Tracker is the way to go. Simply plug in your make, model, and year, then start recording your mileage every time you drive, and Mileage Tracker will work its magic. Available exclusively on the Google Play Store. But what if you need to convert those miles into kilometers? What if you have an inch but need a centimeter? Well, Converted by Relencio has you covered. Featuring beautiful backgrounds and the most basic of conversions, Converted by Relencio will take care of all of your conversion needs while looking beautiful at the same time. Available exclusively on the Apple App Store. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Mileage Tracker on Google Play Store and Converted by Relencio on the Apple App Store for sponsoring this week's show. And thanks for joining us for Tech Moonshine. You can continue the conversation with us on Twitter using the at Tech Moonshine account. You can also find us on the web at rollins.io slash techmoonshine. Special thanks to Jeff Hotskiner, who is our banjo player, and his track Bent Nails is what you heard at the beginning of the program. You can find him on SoundCloud using the username Jeff on the Banjo. Join us again for more episodes in the future of Tech Moonshine where you get the unfiltered truth about tech. 